First Sip Brewbox is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brewbox have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation. USA Podcast. Welcome to episode 82 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. I'm here with my co-host Adam. Of course. And we're joined again this week by our guest third mic, Kelsey. Hello. And I'm of course Steve. Here as always, doing the things that I do. Well, you don't have to. It sounds like you're begrudgingly doing this. <laughs> like, I'm here, guys. <sighs> Every week I drag myself out of my cave <laughs> to review beers with my friends and talk about beer and beer culture. Woe is me. Woe is me. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to the seasonal affective disorder episode. <laughs> <laughs> where everything will be cloudy <laughs> with a chance of hops but no actually this week we have a theme that's kind of interesting and we're going to learn a bit more about it later in the episode i like to think of it as bright yes it is going to be bright it's, these are bright beers hopefully two i can vouch for two will be bright <laughs> hey two out of three ain't bad i believe meatloaf so, says that <laughs> yes so says the lyrics of the song <laughs> but we are going to dial the spice down from last week, and we're going to just use a regular palatable spice like ginger. <laughs> and that palatable spice is ginger. I just said ginger. No, you said like ginger. You know oh what? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to bite you right in the face. <laughs> I'm just glad that it's not anything that has the word ghost or scorpion in it this week because I think my mouth is still burned. <laughs> yes, despite us being in October, there's nothing that has anything that says ghost, scorpion, vampire, devil. <laughs> no. No, these are all nice beers. <laughs> yeah. Nothing that says devil's blood. I'm pretty sure that's that's pretty sure that's a really hot hot sauce out there. Yeah. Yeah. Satan's tongue. N- nothing like that. Right. They're all palatable. Yes, they're all palatable. They should be nice palate cleansers. Yes, we hope. Hopefully. And we'll, and we'll see who comes out victorious. Yes, but we they they do have different brewing styles, and like I said, we'll learn about that mm-hmm. later. But for now, I'm going to let Adam introduce our first beer of the evening. So beer number one. It comes from our good friends at New Belgium. Uh, They, of course, are brewing out of Fort Collins, Colorado, and Asheville, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are having something from their Tartastic Fruit Series. Uh, It is their Lemon Ginger Ale. Okay. Not Lemon Ginger Ale. Right. But a Lemon Ginger Ale. Ale. Yes. Right. This is going to come up a lot with the the naming conventions. Oh, of I'm, things, yeah. so. oh I'm certain of it. <laughs> so, yes, yes. <laughs> ABV, 4.2. Okay. So, I assume this is going to be a pretty uh, easy drinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, IBUs, negligible. The Tartastic series is all like that. Right. I don't think they have hoppy. So, it is it is on theme. Mm-hmm. It is on theme. Yes. Uh, so, it, the best thing to do is just crack this thing open and let's try it. Okay. Let's do it. A one. A two. Thanks, Mr. Al. A three. <laughs> 
I didn't realize we were going to the center of a Twisty Pop here. <laughs> well, that's just Adam counting. <laughs> that's how Adam learned how to count in Venango County. <laughs> I, w- I watched cartoons. Yeah. And then during those cartoons, there were commercials. <laughs> Three. <laughs> so taking a look at this, this bad boy, uh, it is very clear. Mm, very clear, very pale. Yes. yes. It looks like ginger ale. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. it, and it's even got that effervescence to it as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's bubbly. It looks like ginger ale. Mm-hmm. Doesn't smell like ginger ale, though. No. It no. does not. It's very, uh, very lemony. Yeah, it smells like a lemony ale with a little bit of ginger. Not much snicket, though. Oh, Adam. <laughs> oh, Adam. <laughs> I like Kelsey's reaction with that one. I'll go with that. <laughs> oh, Adam. <laughs> Yeah, I get a lot of lemon notes, a lot of citrus. I'm not getting any... Oh, wait. Oh. Yeah, not getting a ton of ginger here. No, not really. So on the bottle, it says it was made with real lemon puree. So it's not peels. I I don't know. Usually I expect peels for some reason. Right. That is more appealing. Yeah. (sighs) Oh, Adam. (laughs) And then it says there's lip tingling ginger. So I imagine they're using actual ginger in this rather compared to... Like an oil or an extract mm-hmm. or a powder. I love ginger. Me too. I love it. I think we're all sushi fans at the table, so. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> ginger goes along with. But uh, we'll yeah. see how this tastes. Let's give this guy a try. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, it's bright. It definitely mm-hmm. is. It's yes. bright beer. It's a, this is a happy beer. Yeah. This is, uh, if you're suffering from your seasonal affective disorder, Ooh. have this. Right. It's like sunshine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a little bit of sunshine in the glass. But I definitely get the ginger flavor. Agreed. But it's not overpowering by any stretch. Mm. It's tasty. It's tasty. It's smooth. It's not too sour. Right. No. So, you know, I'm not bitching about that. No. <laughs> it's uh, tartastic, if you will. And I believe that I will. <laughs> I won't, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, all in all, it, what I like about this beer is it's a good beer, but it's not an overly complicated beer, but it still has some layers to it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, it has some complexity to it, but it is not obnoxiously complex. No, no. It, it's it's just like, there's three levels to it. There's lemon, there's ginger, and then there it has a bit of a smooth ale mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Easy drinker. Yeah. It's not really dry. I, for some reason, I expected a dry beer, but it's not dry. Oh. I'm just saying. No, it's not dry. Yeah. I, this is this is a very enjoyable beer. Yeah. Because uh, I, th- I believe we have had a Tartastic Series beer on the show before, and it did not fare too well. And it was not great. This one, on the other hand, oh, I can dig on this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about this one. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying this. I don't know. It's out of season for me, but... <laughs> it is a little out of season. I will give you that. Like, yeah. this is not the right time of year to be enjoying this beer. Yeah. I want this. But if you need that pick-me-up... Yeah. But if you need a pick-me-up. Yeah, if you need a pick-me-up or if you need a picnic beer. Yes. (laughs) This is a picnic beer all all day. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. All in all, a good, versatile beer. I would drink it again. Ditto. (laughs) I concur. Show's over. Bye. (laughs) Until next. No. (laughs) We're all going to get-go. We're getting subs. Sandos. (laughs) That's how I perk up. (laughs) Sando talk. It's pilgrim time. (gasps) Is it? Is it out? It It is. is. It's back. I told I, Frig. I told Adam that's where I'm headed after this mm. to get a pilgrim. <laughs> I probably am too. I do need gas. So. <laughs> uh, Gitgo, for those who don't know, is like your Wawa or your Sheets. Yes. 
and your other parts of the Pennsylvania and Northern Atlantic region. Right. <laughs> it's a gas station with a restaurant. And hoagies. And hoagies. <laughs> and hoagies. And it's not sad gas station food. No. It's good mm. gas station food. Yeah. 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 I will say I am kind of bummed, though, because they skipped the ghost pepper cheesesteak. Oh, that's they used to right. Do, oh, yeah. They used to do that in October for the Halloween spooky times because mm-hmm. mm. ghosts. But again, that's really hot and most people probably didn't buy it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they probably bought one. We're like, yeah, I got this. And then they were like, never again. <laughs> Frig off with that. <laughs> <laughs> just bring on the pilgrim. Just skip yeah. this all together. Skip all that. I got a fucking sting ring last week. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> well, keeping it classy, I say we go with some news and notes. Yeah. Classy news. Classy notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, what do you got? I got part two from last week's uh, Rivertown auction. This time oh, it's yes. personal. It is personal, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so we were talking about last week, Rivertown had gone into bankruptcy and they were up for auction and all the restaurants were up for auction. Well, some of that has been bought. By whom? Helltown Brewing. Also in PA. they're out of mount pleasant pa which is outside of greensburg and Irwin. it's kind of in a real bumblefuck area have you either of you guys actually been to their brewery i've not i've had their beer multiple times Mm -hmm. but i've never been there it's a real bumblefuck area like it just straight up is sam and i have been out there and literally it's like six picnic tables outside of a sketchy kind of like warehouse like, if it didn't have Helltown Brewing logos on it, you would think it was just some dude's garage. That's Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And so they have bought parts of Rivertown. Which parts? For $2.1 million, mm-hmm. them and an investor, they, they had an investor on board. Because I, I think they were originally trying to open their own kind of brew pub. The, Hell, Hell, Helltown has been desperately seeking expansion. Right. Because weren't they trying to get into the south side on Carson Street at one point in time? Um, it was either the south side or Garfield. Okay. Well, one of the, yeah. Uh, but they saw this opportunity come up. And they took advantage. Right on. And so with that, with $2.1 million, they bought the export brewery which is, you know, where Rivertown was brewing out of. Mm-hmm. And they bought two of the restaurants. Which two? Uh, Verona and Monroeville. Okay. okay. Meaning the North Huntington location and the North Shore location are still up for auction. And they'll be sold separately. Like, I don't think Helltown's interested in them. Okay. Which, you know, that's fine. <laughs> right. So, yeah. so what we were talking about last week about the North Shore location being bought by somebody else is still a possibility. Hob Nation, the restaurant. Cigar City, the restaurant. Right. <laughs> you know, Get your bubble Something. burger every four weeks. <laughs> Something. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. I, I'm glad that they're able to expand out. Uh, it sucks that one of the local breweries is going through this. Uh, we won't get into the details. We've talked about them multiple times before. But I'm glad to see that Helltown is finally able to expand out. They do make good beers. I do like Helltown's beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I'm glad they're able to come a, a bit closer to pittsburgh proper yeah the helltown brown is one of the best yeah browns out there mm-hmm. yeah period and it, it, it's good for them it's not necessarily that they're really getting closer to us but they're gonna have i think their distribution is gonna be ramping up mm-hmm. because currently helltown out of the sketchy garage <laughs> uh they produce about two thousand barrels um with the rivertown facility they can produce six point five thousand barrels 
Nice. Yeah. Nice. So so they'll be able to produce more. Hopefully, they'll be able to distribute more. I think things are going to go a little slower at first. That's okay. Uh, you should like this, Adam, though. They are going to continue some of Rivertown's recipes. Really? So did they buy the recipes as well, or is that kind of a package? Or I, how I, think that it's, work? I think it's kind of a package, and in that Rivertown was also you know amicable to this, mm-hmm. but they're trying to keep the Rivertown brand around okay. in, in some ways. And they're also like trying to keep employees at the restaurants. Like they're, they're trying to do this, you know, the best way possible. Right. right. So things like the Halakaliki nice. are for sure staying around. Good. Yeah. That, that's a fantastic summer beer. Yeah. It's, it's good pineapple beer. And honestly, I don't think Helltown has a comparable, you know, no. thing in their profile. I don't believe they do. Yeah. So it's just a good idea for, you know, mm-hmm. just keep it. Why not? It's the one thing <laughs> most people actually liked from Rivertown. Right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, the only problem they're having is that even though they bought, so with the purchase of the restaurants, bought all the assets and they bought the liquor licenses, but the two locations were not, you know, owned, they were leased. Gotcha. So okay. they have to get new leases. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they're leaving themselves open to getting... So is screwed. If somebody's in, yeah. If either of the landlords for the, either of these two locations want to, they can, you know, give them a good boofoo. Mm. Boofoo. Yeah, that's how you shorten butt fuck in 2018, Adam. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Oh, no, Adam. <laughs> Get up with the times, kid. I thought they were just gonna put the screws to him. That's sure. I... Yeah. <laughs> no, that's 1818. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Did you have a good time at the Nickelodeon? <laughs> Did you know that the first Nickelodeon opened here in Pittsburgh? I did know I that. I did, yes. <laughs> I think we all learned that. Facts on, that everybody knows. Yeah, I think we all learned that at that uh, when we took the field trips to um, wherever the hell. It was down by the fish market. The uh, Heinz History Center? Yeah, there you go. They had the trolley inside. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, yeah. they have a giant inflatable astronaut on top of it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Do they do. Oh. Yeah. I believe they have the Apollo 11 command module. Really? On display. Oh, yeah. Space shit. I need to get down there then. You do. But yeah, that's yeah. that's Helltown and Rivertown. So Trying I, to continue. I can talk more about space if you want. Nah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's other podcasts for that. That's true. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not stopping you from going on another podcast. <laughs> you want to talk about space? Go ahead. I thought we were having you on here to talk about beer. Nope. Sorry. No. Talking about First Man. <laughs> Which, by the way, was a fantastic movie. I didn't see it. I did. It was actually really good. It's wow. new, isn't it? It is. Came out last week. That's crazy. You yeah. saw a new movie? I know. I think tickets were bought for me, so oh, okay. don't well, worry about it. All right. Well, Adam's movie review. Go see First Man. <laughs> this now is, in theater. <laughs> spoiler alert. They made it. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that'd be a real boofoo job of a movie if they didn't. <laughs> what a twist. Plot twist. And they were never heard from again. <laughs> oh, and then that goes way into some conspiracy theories. And, you know, just all those people are getting excited, Adam. <laughs> Why is Alfred Hitchcock in Mission Control? <laughs> Stanley Kubrick. Why not both? I'm just saying that the, it would be him. Yeah. yeah the, the the popular the popular meme for the conspiracy is that Stanley Kubrick shot the moon landing. Yes. Oh, okay. And then the follow up to that is that Stanley Kubrick is such a perfectionist that he made them go to the moon to film it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. So he did film the moon landing, but, but on the moon. It was on the moon. <laughs> Neat. 
Yeah, look into that, Adam, at your local library about how Stanley Kubrick shot the moon landing. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that there are more libraries than there are bars in the United States of America? No. (laughs) Now you do. Can't just keep derailing with fun facts. (laughs) I believe that I can. I'm I'm sorry you didn't prepare properly for the segment. What are you talking about? You can't reach into your bag of trivia. I'm cutting in left and right here. This is gold, Jerry. Um, I was perusing the interwebs today, Uh and I saw an interesting story about the Lake Erie water crisis and how bad it is that a brewery called Mommy Bay Brewing is actually putting algae into their beer. Why? Um, well, first off, the Mommy Bay Brewing Company swears that their brewery is haunted because it's 150 years old, but that's for another episode. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> all right. This, anyway. is, this is dipping into some territory where I've already formed some opinions about the people who work at Mommy Bay. They're in the algae solutions and they believe in ghosts. Yep. I believe they might be blessing their grains with crystals. <laughs> so anyway, so on Lake Erie, there is a huge environmental problem with this algae bloom that happens pretty much every year. Mm-hmm. So they decided to take... Um, the algae bloom and memorialize it into a hoppy sour ale called the creature from the algae bloom why would anybody do that yuck (laughs) why would anybody make a sour a hoppy sour with hops in it like that i i'm not sure but i'm thinking this beer was brewed to raise awareness okay about the issue um because there are 11 million people who depend on the lake for their drinking water Mm. And this bloom is because there's an overabundance of blue-green algae in the water. And so when it's the summer, there's plenty of sunlight and warmth to help keep it healthy and thriving. Apparently, the algae bloom has been an issue the last 20 years, but it's gotten a lot worse in the last 10. um, And it has reached new heights in 2014. The water got so bad it wasn't safe for drinking or brewing beer. So in Toledo, residents were tough out of luck for three days. Sounds like they're also just trying to fight back. (laughs) Right. Fuck you, algae. We'll put you in the beer. (laughs) So back in my day, it was zebra mussels, and we liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever dig in a drain pipe for... Clams are oysters. Just quick no. Like, I'm just asking that they sometimes gather up there, and it seems like a thing that you might have done. <laughs> they did, and I did not. Okay. Just checking. Just asking. We're brewing around in drain pipes. Yeah, well. For oysters. Well, well, here's the thing. I can guarantee that you've picked crayfish out of a creek. Well, yeah. Okay. I know that because I've done that, too. Right. I'm just seeing if you've gone farther and tried to pick mussels out of a drain pipe. Can't say that I have. Off a runoff pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this pipe say hammer mill paper? And should I be concerned? This water smells bad and it's on fire. <laughs> okay, so apparently, since it's a recurring health hazard, they can't actually put said algae in the beer. Okay. So they found a perfect balance of matcha, kiwi, and non toxic algae that's safe for consumption, which apparently is what gives the beer this green tint. Um, and it's more of a sour double ipa base added with all this fruitiness which gives it like a green fizziness sounds like weird for the sake of weird yeah i mean yeah it sounds like making a weird beer to draw attention to something but it's like i don't know there's other ways to just 
do that. Right. I mean, I appreciate that they're trying to bring awareness to this this algae bloom because algae yeah. blooms can be bad once they get out of control. I know Florida's been having a bunch of issues with that as well. Yeah. Going from Mexico, but I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't drink it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no, it doesn't sound like a good beer. This is no. the thing. No. It sounds like it's a hoppy sour that has non-toxic algae. You know, it's just like... Anytime anything needs a qualifier like that, Yeah, I don't need it in my beer. Yeah. Sounds like there's a lot of yuck. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like yuck to yeah. me. <laughs> so the brewery said that ultimately their goal is to never have to brew the beer again. Um, the blooms hit the lake around summertime, which is the only time of year this beer is available. No bloom, no beer. So the brewery carries the beer until their last bunch runs out. You know, hopefully this is something that gets resolved on Lake Erie for everyone who lives up there. Can we introduce turtles to eat the algae? I don't know what eats algae. I don't know. I assume turtles for some reason. What eats Perhaps algae? little fishies? I'm not a zoologist. I'm not a zoologist. A zoologist? <laughs> a zoologist. <laughs> or an ichthyologist. Yeah. <laughs> an ichthyologist. <laughs> I mean, it's really just pond scum. It's photosynthetic bacteria known as a cyanobacteria. <laughs> Your beer is pond scum. Nice. <laughs> Can't wait to tell them about that. <laughs> Dear Mommy Bay. Your beer is pond. pond scum. No, not that one. I'm talking about the stout. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold-blooded. Ouch. Burns. I don't know. We... I've had a couple beers from them, but they're all right. I have not, so I, I would still be willing to uh, approach it with an open mind, just yeah. not necessarily this one. Yeah. Yeah. But more power to them. If I find it at Vintage Estates, though, it'll be on the show. <laughs> and I'll drink it. I mean, I'd give it a try. Yeah. I'll try it, I I'll guess. bring it in, all but... Right. I mean, we might have to wait till next summer, mm-hmm. since, you know, the bloom is most likely dead at this point, and they're probably right. out for the season, but right. once the bloom returns... More creature from the algae bloom returns from Mommy Mommy Bay Brewing. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. Yes. So getting back to this beer, the Tartastic Lemon Ginger Ale by New Belgium. Yeah. Uh, I finished my glass pretty quickly. I like this beer. I'll be honest. I enjoy it. I really liked it. Kelsey, your thoughts? I'm enjoying it. It's nice and refreshing. It's easy to drink. It's, uh, it's not too malty. It gives you a nice ginger aftertaste, but it's not... Uh, I don't know if you're the kind of person who can't even take spicy ginger. This isn't, so right. don't worry about yeah. it. Right. It's 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 a calm ginger. Depending on the ginger ale you drink, mm-hmm. some are kind of spicy, some are a little fizzy. This one's real soft, baby boy <laughs> time. I wonder if this would be a really good beer to try to introduce somebody to non-macro beer, like where somebody that doesn't like beer. You think this would be one that to kind of. To wean somebody off Mike's hard? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a much better way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think this is a I think this would be a good beer to introduce to somebody. If you have friends out there who are constantly pounding down Smirnoff and Mike's hard and you know, the Seagram sugar bombs. Yeah. It's the ga- those are all the gateways though. <laughs> yeah. I know they're that's the how ga- this starts. <laughs> yeah. Those are the gateways, but like this is what you give them for their next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check this out. It's not crazy sour. It's not Sour, hoppy algae. <laughs> it's just good. Ween beer. Yeah. yeah. Ween beer. Ween beer. <laughs> nice. Nice. This reminds me of that lemonade beer we had from O'Fallon Brewing over the summer. Mm. They make good They make good soft baby boy mm. beers, too. I mean, they just do. Mm. O'Fallon's makes a lot of tasty 
treats. They do. Essentially. That's like all, they, yeah. all yeah. I can think to call them. They're just tasty yeah. treats. They're pumpkin, the chocolate covered cherry that comes around wintertime. Right. Oh, that's just like a tasty little dessert treat. Yeah. <laughs> this has a little more bite than that one, but yeah. it has similar qualities. Yeah. I'm digging on this one. Right on. Well, that's one down. What do you say we take a break? Come back for two. Right after this. Check this out. There's a Seattle company called Devor that enables discovery of new and exciting beers and breweries. Devor gets the best independent beer from literally around the world. Denmark, New Zealand, Belgium, and of course, everywhere in the U.S. The app is incredibly simple to use to get some ridiculously good beers delivered right to your door. And right now, anyone who signs up with the code HOPNATION can save $10 off their order of over $25. That's T-A-V-O-U-R dot com. Tavor. Welcome back to episode 82 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. We're here doing ginger beers. That's all. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ginger beers. Ginger beers. I, I, I turn on the announcer voice and I turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're getting out of me. Yeah. It's just like, eh, hard stop. <laughs> Good enough. And enough. So this is episode 82. This is the Antoine Randall episode. That's your sporty man reference for or, the week. Or your Marty or Straka. Marty Straka or Jason Witten. All right. So our next beer is coming from the Sprecher Brewing Company. Sprecher Brewing. Sprecher Brewing Company. Where are they located? They are out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. There you go. NFC North Territory. There you go. More sporty man references that yep. I don't get. <laughs> go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. <laughs> Cheese heads in that. Nope. No? They're, they don't do the Annette. No, they don't do the Annette. I do Annette. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, never mind. I don't, cha- I don't change my... I don't change my... It's okay, Adam. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> no, I'm just going to cut bait. <laughs> I'm not changing my speaking. <laughs> Afflictions is what they are. <laughs> it's an affliction. Your ticks. Yeah, I'm not changing my ticks for them. <laughs> But yes, uh, we are going to be drinking the hard ginger beer. So the reason why we're drinking this, yes. a lot of people are going to say, hey, that's not craft beer. And I'm going to say, hey, get over yourselves because we're doing it for a reason. You might learn something in, in the coming segment. Now sit down and listen to TJ. <laughs> that's right. And really, everything we're drinking tonight's on untapped. So that's how it counts. All right. <laughs> okay. So uh, those that are listening cannot see this, but while Steve is making his points, he is pointing. Yes. <laughs> The bottle opener. Being very accusatory <laughs> with a bottle opener at Adam. And you know it's true. <laughs> and you know it's true. This legitimately looks like ginger ale. And you're not wrong about that, Kelsey, because it's going to be as close to ginger ale as you can get. Except not. Okay, then. <laughs> All right. I, I assume... More to come. Yes, more to come on this. We'll explain it in the segment because I have prepared a little history lesson for ginger beers, beers with ginger, and ginger ale. Okay. Okay. And we'll figure out what the hell the difference is between all of this. <laughs> Coming up after we taste the beer. After we taste this quote-unquote beer. This malt beverage. Yeah. So, looking at it, it's paler than the beer that we just had from Somehow. New Belgium. Yeah. Almost looks pineapple pineapple I think it looks like a melted ghost. <laughs> a melted ghost. It's a ghost in butter sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. But just smell it. <laughs> I'm going to eat somebody's spirit. <laughs> it's not cannibalism if they're dead, right? I don't believe so. Not in the court yeah. of law. All right, then. <laughs> I'm going to ask Mommy Bay if I can eat their goats with butter sauce. <laughs> See, we're here doing public services. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, but yeah, it's also very hazy. Smell that ginger? I do. 
I do. There's a lot of ginger on the nose. Yeah. It's only 5% alcohol. Okay. It feels kind of stupid treating it, treating this hard soda. <laughs> right. Uh, like we do the craft beer, but, but... due diligence, due diligence. Yeah, due diligence. <laughs> if we spend our time on the coffinade, we have to spend our time with... Right. This. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Ooh. Ooh. Now on the taste, it's got a it's got a lot of ginger bite on it. It does. My oof is honestly on the sweetness of it. Too sweet for you? Too sweet. Okay. It's very sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get the sweetness. It's not too, too much for me, but I, I can see not being able to drink more than a bottle of this. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. This is a this is a sugar bomb similar to the uh, the Smirnoffs, the Zimas, the... Yeah. What was the other one? Mike's Hard. Seagram's. Mike's Hard, the Seagram's, Seagram's. Bartles yeah. and James. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wasn't there a Sky Vodka one out there, too? Mm. Like Sky, Possibly at some point. Sky Blue. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was a sugar Never bomb. Never drank that. I did. Oof. Oof. Mm. If this wasn't so sugary, I'd be like all about this. Yeah. The ginger's there. The effervescence is there. Yeah. It's just too sugary. It is. So full disclosure on this, we had attempted to get a uh, a Krabby's yeah. ginger beer. Yeah. Because that's what the classic ginger beer is. Yes. That's what usually gets mixed in, when, in with cocktails. Mm. Yeah. And mm, it's Moscow also... mules. Yeah. Right. Mm. That's also one of the oldest uh, ginger beers that's... Uh, like still in production and now, Krabby's is delicious and Krabby's yeah. is alcoholic correct yes because there yeah. are non-alcoholic ginger beers out there right. as yes. well like right. Gosling's and right. Fever Tree right right so we can just jump into it what the difference is between all of this stuff School <laughs> me. education time so ginger ale is just flavored soda water okay there's no that's all it is it's soda water flavored with ginger if somebody tells you ginger ale, that's what you're getting. <laughs> All right. All right. Ginger beer is actually brewed. Okay. That's what the difference is. Okay. All right. So so the ginger ale, all the fizziness comes mm. from the carbonated water. Ginger beer, the fizziness comes from actual fermentation taking place. Gotcha. Yeah. The way ginger beer is made is actually very similar to kombucha. And how is that? Okay. So do you know what a SCOBY is, Adam? Or Kelsey? Uh, there I feel was, like Kelsey might know the answer, so that's why I went to Adam. I can get you, uh, who is it? Uh, he was a kicker, I believe, for the Colts. Scobie? Josh Scobie? Mm, no, that's not what we're doing. <laughs> we're not doing Sporty Man reference. Uh-huh. Hey, I caught a <laughs> kicker out of Scobie. <laughs> Give me some credit here. All right. Mm, um, the Scobie is the... You don't have is to... That, lo- no, it's, no, it's that thing... You don't have to look it up. I'll tell oh, you. No, I wanna. <laughs> I wanna make sure I get it right. I'm. I wanted to make sure I was saying the right thing. Okay. So it's that the thing that happens with fermentation, and it's like that floaty disc thingy in there. <laughs> yeah. So for so for yes, <laughs> Kelsey basically got it there. In kombucha, there's a floaty disky thing. <laughs> <laughs> But the floaty disky thing is actually a living creature, and the SCOBY is actually an acronym for Symbiotic Culture of Bacteria and Yeast. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So there's different kinds for the different things that are produced. Kombucha is different from ginger. Ginger beers have their own. That's just called the ginger beer plant. They just call it that. All right. But it's still just a lumpy, mumpy blob. (laughs) (laughs) The two things that are at play there are is there's a... Saccharomyces florentis, culture of yeast. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and a lactobacillus hillgardii, culture of bacteria. And those two live in a symbiotic nature, 
And when you add sugar to that and sugar water, that's what ferments. Okay. Yeah. Right and that's on. why it's called ginger beer plant <laughs> and not, hey, let me get some of that lactobacillus. <laughs> it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't have that same snappy name right, to it. Right, as ginger beer plant. Uh, but you can buy ginger beer plants just, you know, on your own so you can brew your own ginger beer. Right on. Uh, generally, ginger beer is made, you know, with a combination of water, sugar, ginger, <laughs> uh, lemon, and cream of tartare. Aha. Mm. Yeah. So you mix all those together and however you want, I guess. Whatever the recipe calls for. Yeah. And you ferment it with your little blob, fella. <laughs> your scoby. Yeah. Your scoby blob. And that's how you get ginger beer. And that's how it actually comes out, you know, with alcohol in it. Mm. The alcohol is usually about 5%, like what we're drinking. But older recipes, you know, jumped up to like 11%. Ooh. Because technically, it's not ginger beer. It's wine. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, it, it, okay. It's technically wine because if we're thinking of the way it's brewed, it's fermenting sugars right. that were added into it. It's not fermenting any malts or, you know, grain or anything mm-hmm. like that. You didn't have to go through the stripping process mm-hmm. of stripping out the grains. Right. Or stripping out the sugars from the grains. Stripping grain the sugar from the grain. Right. Yeah. yeah there's, there's none of that. It's just straight up sugar being added. Hmm. So to get into the kind of history of how they got to that... Uh, you know, ginger was originally part of the spice trade back in the Middle Ages. So people were seeking ways to transport you know, Europeans, not people, just. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> right. Uh, but Europeans were seeking ways of to transport spices from Asia, where ginger was basically like they. It's hard to tell where ginger first popped up, mm-hmm. but they kind of narrowed it down to Southeast Asia. Kind of got it there. So you have no idea how hard it is not to make a Dune reference right now. I I get it. <laughs> I, I, I know you want to say something about controlling the spice. I but. do, but I'm going to take the high road here and move along. Okay. The spice must flow. Right. <laughs> well, Adam, the spice did flow because eventually spice made its way out of Southeast Asia and it made its way into Europe. And then once ginger was into Europe, it was mainly the Spanish who, on their expeditions to the New World... Mm, Yes, heard of it. Yes, heard of it. We live there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But into their trips into, like, Mexico and the Caribbean islands, they had found, oh, hey, ginger actually grows pretty well here because it's a similar climate Mm. to Southeast Asia. So they started growing ginger there <laughs> because it's way easier than making the trip. <laughs> yeah, it's way easier. They don't have to fight with people. They just have their islands and they have, you know, their uh, settlements in Mexico. They can just grow it there. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Do it yourself. <laughs> so it was by like 1547 that they had started, you know, the Spanish had started growing ginger in Mexico in the Caribbean islands. Also about that time is when the sugar plantations started, uh, you know, popping up in in those areas as well by 1587 two million pounds of ginger were being exported from these areas back to spain just spain well i mean it was being exported back to spain i'm sure it, it, it yeah it went out to the rest of europe but you know spain controlled the spice right right <laughs> it was in 1655 though that the uk namely the british though they took over jamaica from spain okay and with that, they gained control of the Jamaican ginger plantations as well as the sugar plantations. 
and that's when Britain got its own shipments of ginger, and ginger was pretty popular back then, mm-hmm. so they started using it to flavor beers. Right on. So it's in the 1700s that you get your first inklings that ginger is being used to flavor beers. So the thing, what we had in the Tartastic and the beer we'll have in segment three actually predate ginger beer. Okay. Because they were, you know, the herb was being used as, well, the spice is being used to flavor beers before they made the actual ginger beer. Okay. It wasn't until the 1800s that a feller by the name of Louis Carrez, a Frenchman. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't have picked up on that one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Louis Carrez, a Frenchman, he was uh, studying in London and he was like working at an apothecary, you know, as a druggist, Mm -hmm. as... You know, back then when fucking medicine in the 1800s was like cocaine and weed. Yeah. And And then leeches. Yeah. Cocaine, weed, leeches, and ginger. (laughs) But he he discovered the early version of ginger beer as it is known now. Hmm. And uh, it it, it grew from there. Like other people started picking up on it. And then ginger beer was being produced more readily within London. And then it spread from there. Huh. Like people were writing about it in the Americas. I had no idea that ginger beer actually originated in London. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. It, it, it's generally, yeah, it's generally agreed upon. That's where it originated. Hmm. There's some, you know, like they're saying in like 1851, ginger ale originated in Ireland. Okay. Yeah. Wait, ginger ale is Irish? Right. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> like it, the the very early ginger ale huh. was from Ireland. But it's not like the ginger. It's actually not the ginger ale we know now. I'm I'm gonna count it. That's fine. You can count it towards your people. <laughs> the the ginger, <laughs> yeah, the ginger ale as we know now, kind of originated in Canada. I guess Canada you can, Dry. Yeah, there you go. I was gonna go with Verner's. Mm, no, <laughs> that's actually Vermont, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't know back then. It was all kind of <laughs> muddled up there. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, 1890, John J. McLaughlin, he was the original, uh, you know, uh, uh, bringer about of ginger ale. Yeah, my brain. Just <laughs> fucking shit it proprietor off. was the word you were looking for. Yeah, he was the original proprietor right. of ginger ale. Did you know? You probably didn't. <laughs> I don't know. But, Try uh, me. Yeah. Did you know that during the Civil War, ginger beer was the number one drink? I did not know that. Yeah. This is both. Uh, you know, it, it, it's pretty muddy on to whether or not it's alcoholic or non-alcoholic. Could be both. At this point, yeah. Like, it, either. <laughs> right. Either or. For a non-alcoholic ginger beer, all the brewers do is just cut fermentation off real early. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I think you can get I you can get kind of the fizziness within a week, and then leaving it longer will get you the... You turn, know, it, turn it into a hard ginger. Yeah, get you the booze. Get you the boost. The boost. The boost. It's like a scare house. You get the boost. You get the boost. <laughs> the hundred acre woods. <laughs> Manor. Whatever it's called out there. <laughs> hundred acre manor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got plenty of boost. Yeah. I think the hundred acre wood, that's... That's uh, That's Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, it's definitely Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> that's poos. That's No Pants Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, during Civil War, ginger beer was number one. Oh. A number one. Okay. Yeah. And then it became pretty popular again during Prohibition. Because prohibition sucks, <laughs> right? Agreed. Right. Um, but ginger beer didn't suck, and it was pretty easy to make. And again, 
muddies that line of mm. you know what has alcohol in it and what doesn't but also because a lot of people were making really shitty stills <laughs> with really shitty alcohol uh that's where you kind of started getting the cocktails uh, yeah mm-hmm. i can see that yeah you, you get your you get your moscow mules your yeah, uh, dark and stormies and things like that because somebody in Tennessee made a really tainted rum. Rock gut. <laughs> yeah, made some rock gut. So, uh, hey, I'm going to put some ginger beer in there. <laughs> Soften this up a little bit. Make it palatable. Yes. But, yeah, that's uh, that, that's pretty much the history of ginger beer. And right on. That's where we are. It's obviously, ha- you know, companies like Krabby's have been around since the 1800s producing it. We're seeing a little bit of a resurgence in different companies making them and it's mostly because of the moscow mule coming back into popularity i think right you know but uh hopefully the dark and stormy also comes back (laughs) don't call it a comeback it's been here for years yeah (laughs) you just gotta know to mix dark rum that's all it is (laughs) yeah i mean that's it (laughs) it's so good Mm. i'll tell you what kraken and orange crabbies is fucking top yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That, that's right. that, that's your non-craft beer tip for the week. <laughs> Kraken and orange crabbies is fucking top. <laughs> well then. Yeah. That's what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> You're right. Amazing. Sweet. Note yeah. to self. Note to self. Have a dark and stormy. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, Seven dark and stormies. If you have any questions about ginger beer, I can't answer them. I've exhausted my knowledge. <laughs> I feel very educated right now. I do too. I feel much more. More, many, much more better. Many, much more better. About ginger beers, ginger ales. Yeah. And beers with ginger in it. Yeah. So just a review. Ginger ale is always soda. non-alcoholic and it's just soda water with ginger flavoring. Ginger beer is not actually beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's wine, <laughs> but it, sometimes it has alcohol in it. And ginger with beer is beer because it's made in the regular ways with malts and hops and water and yeast and somebody added ginger to it. <laughs> It's all so confusing. So, back to ginger ale for a second. Yeah. Seagram's or Canada Dry? <sighs> Canada Dry. Mm. I don't know. I'm going to kick back the Verners on this one. I don't like Verners. Why yeah. not? There's something off about it. Too sweet? Yeah. yeah. No, there's just something off. I don't know what it is. All right. I'm a Canada yeah. Dry girl. That's fair. Yeah. Just something about it. Or I'll drink, say, I just love ginger ale. Just so much. I'll drink fucking great value. I don't give a shit. <laughs> ginger ale is delicious. <laughs> All right, then. I have no additional questions at this time. Okay. I concede my time. (laughs) I cede my time. (laughs) Well, what do you think about this hard ginger beer? I'm suspect as to whether or not this this thing actually holds to the conventions of classic brewing. I don't know if they use a GBP. I I have no idea. (laughs) I'll be honest. Yes, I understand this is not beer. This is something kind of different, but it's it's too sweet for me. Yeah. Don't do it for me. There's a lot of of ginger beers out there, especially Jamaican ginger beers, that are usually really spicy. Yep. Having been to Jamaica on the honeymoon and getting a decent number of ginger beers and ginger ale even or like even just a ginger drink yeah so spicy right on delicious (laughs) yeah but so spicy sounds like something you kind of need to know know about it going in yeah i wasn't prepared for the first like ginger (laughs) soda that i got down there and i was like oh like is this kind of like ginger ale they're like oh yeah and so i grabbed it and i open it and i start drinking and i was like 
Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's a bite. It's Hello. too hot. <laughs> Hello, you're delicious, but not what I want. In my, not what I want right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely willing to put this Sprecher on the low end of mm-hmm. everything else ginger I've had of all the other ginger beers I've had, and yeah, not my jam. It's just so. It's just too yeah, sweet. Right, too sweet. But it still had booze in it, so yeah. <laughs> can't be that bad. Counted for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what? Uh, what do you say? We take a break. Yes. Get paid. Uh huh. Come back. Segment three. Hi, this is Two Girls on a Bench, the podcast. So we're two writers who tend to procrastinate just a bit. We like to snack. We like to talk. We don't have time to write, but we have time to do this podcast. We certainly do. Join us on the bench. Listen in. At number two, Girls on a Bench. All right. Welcome back to segment three of the Hop Nation USA podcast, episode 82. We're doing ginger beers and beers with ginger. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, how do you want to follow up on that? It's pretty you much agree. it. Yeah, disagree. I'm like, agreeing. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. We are indeed. Just say that. No, we didn't R&D. We didn't develop any of this. Ugh. God damn it. <laughs> oh, Adam. <laughs> oh, Adam. <laughs> oh, Adam. <laughs> Still got it. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Yeah, I know you grew up in Venango County, but like, why you... do you have to say it like it's a? De- oh, never mind. Okay, yeah, I get mm. it. <laughs> but did you spend like an extended period of time in the Catskills owning <laughs> your comedy craft? <laughs> Just secluded away for weekends at a time, scribbling furiously on a notebook. I did not know. I gotta constantly hold my girlfriend's hand because if I don't, she goes shopping. Ha ha ha! Try the view. <laughs> Tip your waitress. Uh, <laughs> all right, Kelsey. Introduce us to our third ginger beer of the evening, which is just a beer with ginger. Yes. Our, <laughs> our beer with ginger actually comes to us this evening from our friends at Tavor. They uh, sent this. So thank you. So thank you. Um, this is called Call Me Ginger. from Ginger. Ginger. <laughs> Call Me Ginger from Mother Earth Brew Company. Which is out of Vista, California, and also Idaho. Hmm. And also Idaho. <laughs> and also Nampa, Idaho. Oh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it is 4.8%. Okay. And no IBUs. All right. Or at least that I can find, so... Not worth mentioning. Not worth mentioning. No, it's a blonde ale brewed with ginger and okay. lemon. All right, sounds familiar. Yeah. Seeing a theme. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, ginger and lemon do right. go together pretty well. Yeah. So I'm really digging this can. There's kind of like a little mermaid thing going on. It's like an older Ariel from the Little Mermaid on the front. Like she's a little more grown up. Yeah. I don't know. I'm enjoying this. So, well done on your Cancraft Mother Earth Brew Company. To me, it looks like she might have been shipwrecked after a three-hour tour. <laughs> right. <laughs> With Gilligan? Yeah. And Gilligan <laughs> Jacobs? <laughs> so, I'm really glad that all three of these beers that we have tonight uh, do not have a high hop profile on them. Yeah, they probably... I mean, some of them would work, depending on the hops. But I don't. I don't think that's the way you should have these beers made. I don't think hop yeah. and ginger should be going together. 
Yeah, I'm sure there's somebody out there who does it. Right. I don't want to meet them. <laughs> All right, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Anyways, back to this beer. Yeah. The Call Me Ginger. So this is the darkest the of the three. Call Me Ginger. <laughs> Little Call Me Maybe action? No? Okay. Anyway, so... It's it's the darkest of the three that we've had tonight. It well, is. That's a not saying much. It's relative, is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's still uh, it's barely a blonde ale. Mm-hmm. It's like an SRM of two compared to the SRM of one and a half. <laughs> right, I, Steve. I can still see you through the glass. Right. Uh, mine's not very effervescent. Mine really isn't no. either. Not much of a head. There was a head on the on the first pour, but it dissipated quite quickly. Yeah. On the nose, I get ginger though. Same. Yeah. Same. So I feel. There's one thing left to do. Let's do it. Let's taste this. Hmm. Hmm. Mm, don't love it. I'm not getting any ginger. Is that is that weird? Is anyone else not getting ginger? I'm getting a little bit of it. My main concern is this seems a bit thin. Yeah. It seems thin, and I'm I'm get I, I get a slight touch of ginger, but it's much more lemon. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting more lemon for sure. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm not getting. I'm not getting much out of this. It's just kind of here. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, I shouldn't have right. said it that way. It's it's not bad. It's just no. It's lacking. It's not exciting, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> You're gonna be a real encouraging dad one day, aren't you? <laughs> you'll get it, Scooter. <laughs> you you don't have to do your best. <laughs> Wait, no, you do have to do your best. Uh, or do you? Is it? You do. Yeah, is that how this works? It is. Mm. Best is not not be good enough. <laughs> you don't have to win, but you just have to do your best. <laughs> Speaking of, uh-huh. it is time for the Great Hop Nation USA Ginger Quiz. Uh, freckles. <laughs> nope. All right. Damn it. So this is very easy. It's multiple choice. Okay. Uh, I will give each of you three questions. I will give you the option of answering it without the uh, the multiple choice. Natural vitamin D production. None. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Are you ready? Maybe. Okay. I who, don't know. Kelsey, who wants to go first? Steve wants to go first. Steve wants to go first. Steve, are you ready? Yeah, I'll give a fuck. For question one. Bring it on. Okay. Give a fuck. Question one. Famed ginger, Admiral Horatio Nelson, captain what famed ship? Oh, man, I drank a lot of Admiral Nelson in my day. I know. <laughs> man, the SS Hornblower. Oh, wait, no, I can do... I you can, can do multiple choice. Now, yeah, if you if you get this, if you get it without any it's multiple two points. choice, it's yeah. two points. If you go to the multiple choice, it's one point. I've designed the rules for these quizzes. I, I should know. <laughs> yes, but if we have a new listener, <laughs> right, right. we should remind them of these yes, things. Yes, if I get it without, it's two. If I get it with, it's one. Right. Uh, yes, give me multiple choice. Okay, your four choices are the HMS Pinafore, the USS Enterprise, the HMS Victory, or the USS Arizona? It was the Pinafore. You are incorrect. Balls. The Pinafore, uh, I believe that was from a, uh, a play. Mutiny on the Bounty? No. The Pirates of Penzance? <laughs> uh, the answer was actually the HMS Victory. Victory. Oh. Yes. All right. Good, good for him. Boom. Kelsey, are you ready? Uh, sure. For question number one for you. Yes. This is very simple. It's true or false? Ah. True or false? Ginger is a root. True. False. Oh. So it's we're a rhizome. On... There you go. Mm. I did not research. Steve, are you ready for question number two? 
rhizome. This is where things get interesting. Oh, just because someone did all their <laughs> research before tonight. And you were told about the theme 10 minutes before we started. I was. <laughs> no. We talked about this last week. No, I thought awesome. we were doing something different. It was this or that. Yeah, it was this or that. So prepare for this or that. We went with I also both. didn't know I was actually coming on the show until last night. Well, whatever. <laughs> Still prepare. Always That's be prepared. Right. Boy Scout stuff. That's Protest. Right. <laughs> so Question Steve, two, go. Steve, I'll, I'll give you this one because we already kind of covered this a little bit. But uh, ginger beer is not used in what cocktail? <laughs> a Manhattan. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> a, a vodka tonic. <laughs> I, will, I will give you the multiple choice. Yeah, I, I can't. obviously can't. <laughs> I know. I know. Is it the dark and stormy? The Moscow Mule, the Horse's Neck, or the Painkiller. Ginger beer is not used in one of these cocktails. It's not used in the Painkiller, right? You tell me. I'm th- yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's the Painkiller. Locking it in? Yeah. You are correct. Yeah. The Horse's Neck is whiskey, right? Whiskey and ginger, I believe so. Something like that. And there might be a lemon twist. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, the- I, I usually know it as a whiskey buck, I think, is the whiskey and ginger that i know but <laughs> i think i've heard it called horse's neck before gotcha gotcha but the uh, the painkiller uh uses coconut oil coconut coconut water i'm sorry coconut water coconut and uh either orange juice or pineapple juice possibly mm. both and rum and rum of course a and more little rum. touch of nutmeg yes uh, and pussier's rum is the preferred rum. rum yes i don't know apple oh. kelsey are you ready sure Gingerman Raceway, built in 1995, a 2.21 mile road course is located in what state? Can you repeat that, please? Yes, I can. Gingerman Raceway, built in 1995, a 2.21 mile road course is located in what state? Decay. Hey, ah, it's actually very active. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Don't correct me, my jokes. <laughs> Would you like multiple choice? I, yes, please. Okay. Your four choices are Michigan, California, North Carolina and Connecticut. Gingerman Raceway. Correct. A 2.21 mile road course is located in what state? North Carolina. Oh, I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Steve, would you like to steal? Uh, I'm going to give it the old CT double N init. Connecticut? Yeah. Also wrong. That's cool. Can I choose? Yes. Michigan. Did you win? Yeah, I did. All right. Good it, for you. It's in Michigan. It's on the mitten. Cool. It is right. I, yeah. It is actually used <laughs> a lot by... Uh, what do uh, they race there? Yeah. Uh, bikes race? and vehicles. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Two wheels and four. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually used a lot during magazine tests, like for Motor Trend or Car and Driver. Uh, yeah. A lot of the times, uh, they'll go out to Gingerman Raceway because, well, a lot of the manufacturers are based in Michigan. So. Interesting. Cool. So, Steve, are you ready for question number three? Yes. Okay. Ginger Baker was the renowned drummer for what 1960s band? Shit. Is this either the Who or the Guess Who? think give me the multiple choice your choices are the yardbirds the turtles jefferson airplane and cream oh cream congratulations yeah <laughs> you got a point i, I, I my classic <laughs> my classic rock knowledge is somewhat there <laughs> even though i initially said it was either the who or the guess who <laughs> guess who none of them <laughs> but once i heard cream it's yes. cream yes yes so kelsey the only way you can win is if you get this without any multiple choices given to you. Fantastic. Are you ready? I I don't feel very good about this. You should. You should. Believe in yourself. I believe. I can do this. That's right. I got this. You're good enough. 
you're smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like you. Let's do this. Known for its vibrant color and one of the top 15 varieties, the ginger gold is a type of what? I have to go for the tie You have to go for the tie. Okay, your choices are apple, banana, pencil, or lemon. There will be no hints given. I'm just thinking the 15 varieties, you said? It is of the top 15 varieties. So of whatever it is, it is in the top 15 of varieties in terms of production in the United States. It's either an apple, a banana, a pencil, or... A lemon. I'm going to go with apple. You are correct. Yes. We have a tie. So so that means we need to go to a tiebreaker. Yes. Did you guys know Ginger Baker drummed with Fella Cootie? That's pretty cool. Who? Yeah, well, go fuck yourself. (laughs) I'm sorry, guess who? No. (laughs) All right. (laughs) But no, who? Get up on your uh, Afro world beat. And you'll know. My what? Yeah, the yeah, Afro world beat. That's Fella Cootie was a uh, performer out of Africa. A lot of revolutionary uh, music coming out of him. Is that the guy that? No, who am I thinking of? Rock, rock, world rock. But he had he set it into the synthesizer. Oh, <laughs> what? No, neither of those. <laughs> no. Okay. Probably not. <laughs> All right. Well then, it's time for a tiebreaker. Yeah. And I didn't plan one. <laughs> Well, who's well, so shit fault is that? Yeah, you're the one <laughs> who made up the questions tonight, Quizmaster. <laughs> you should be prepared for all situations. That is true. Quizmaster should always have a tiebreaker. Okay, I can come up with one real quick here. Yeah. So for our tiebreaker, I have one final ginger question. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Gilligan's Island, uh-huh. which obviously uh, had the, uh, the characters of Ginger and Marianne. Uh-huh. I will be giving no multiple choices. Whoever is closest... Uh, wins. Debuted in what year? 1966. Kelsey? 1972. Steve, congratulations. You have one. What the answer it? is 1964. Yeah. Went up against Beatlemania. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. So, so congratulations to Steve. You won the tiebreaker. I yeah. never win this game <laughs> when I'm on. You are the ginger champ. Yay. Champ of the gingers. <laughs> <laughs> Just reminds me of that South Park episode. Right. <laughs> I'm now their champion. <laughs> you are their heavy. Yeah. Fall so, before me, gingers. <laughs> so congratulations, Kelsey. You were in it to the end. I was. <laughs> you were here too. <laughs> I was. Yes. I. You know. Good old. Uh, you know, appreciative dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were here until the end. You, you tried hard. Yeah. You gave it your all. You did. That's you right. completed Just next it. Next time you're going to get a little closer than you were tonight. <laughs> you just kept swinging. <laughs> you completed the assignment. So thanks, Dad. Good for you. <laughs> Here's your pumpkin Dude. sticker. <laughs> I want a pumpkin sticker. You want a pumpkin sticker? I get a witch sticker. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go to the podium on these. I think we've already talked about this beer. I think we already know how it went. Yeah, we talked about it. It's thin. There's not much flavor to it. It's more lemony than anything. Yeah, and it's pretty boring. Yeah. It's not even even an offensive as a blonde. So whoever's ready to go to the podium, go ahead. Adam, you brought it up. I will go first. I will go first. Uh, And I will actually make this quite simple. Bronze medal position, Sprecker's. It was way too sweet. It, it, it wasn't for me. Didn't like it. So 
No need to beat that dead horse. Silver medal position. I'm going to go with the Call Me Ginger by Mother Earth Brewing Company. Uh, it was definitely better than the Spreckers, but it was not the gold medal winner of the day. Uh, yeah, it had some some ginger taste to it. It was a bit more lemony. It was a bit thin. Uh, it, it didn't excite me that much. No, obviously, ginger and lemon is not a particularly exciting combination to begin with, but it didn't really do much for me. However... Uh, in the gold medal position, New Belgium has redeemed themselves from their previous folly on the Turktastic series we had here on the show with their lemon ginger. Uh, that was really good. Uh, we found multiple ways that we could drink this, enjoy this. It was a good beer. It was a bright beer. I liked it. And that goes in the gold medal position. I'm going to ask you to go back to that episode <laughs> to make sure what you're saying is true. Uh, I'm pretty sure I didn't like it. Pretty sure. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody's out there listening and you go back to the episode that we had the other Tarktastic that I think was like strawberry or something. I think it was watermelon. Mm, no, that's a, I don't think that classified as a Tarktastic. I thought it did. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We also, I think we did two then. Okay. Cause we did the watermelon and then I think we did something that was strawberry. Maybe we did regardless. Either way. Go back to those episodes, and if Adam actually liked them, email us at hobnationusa <laughs> at gmail.com. Check me. You can check me. That's fine. Well, I, w- I, want you to, I want you to chin, chin check Adam on this one, because <laughs> I'm not sure we hated it as much as he's calling it a folly. All right. All right. <laughs> I don't know about that. All right, Steve, what's your what's your podium? It's the same as you, though. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the bronze is that Sprecher, because, again, too sweet, and I'm not sure where it qualifies i know it's not beer so it's not beer with ginger mm. i don't know if it actually qualifies as ginger beer that we laid out like it might mm-hmm. but you know people like to keep things close to the vest there's a good chance they just made like a really sweet you know booze soda and put <laughs> ginger in it right so yeah uh second place goes to the mother earth because of everything that was said it's just thin like it's not impressive in any way and i have no reason to choose it over any other beer the tartastic though is the gold medal winner because it's a picnic beer you just drink that anytime and it's low abv so you can drink a shitload of it but it's not so sweet that you get sick of it either you you can drink maybe one of those spreckers and you get sick of it because it's sweetie sugar bomb time the tartastic i could drink a bunch Mm -hmm. kelsey I have nothing new to contribute because you said everything I was going to say because I am also in agreement with this podium. Sprecher in third, Mother Earth, Call Me Ginger in two, and the Tartastic takes the gold medal spot tonight. It's a sweep. There's nothing like terribly stand out about any of the beers tonight. No. Mm -hmm. I am a smidge disappointed. I understand the ginger is a tough flavor to get in Mm -hmm. and make it like the standout flavor. Mm Mm-hmm. I I wish there was a beer this evening that kind of stood up to that that ginger call. Okay, well we can just put that call out to the audience. Yeah, <laughs> like if you know of a better ginger beer out there, even one that's on the spicy side, I'd yeah. like to try that. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. The these were, I mean, they're okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry, Kelsey, that you got disappointed. This is. Not every episode's a winner, but <laughs> no, no, I know that. So, and it's, and, and I'm not saying anything negative. I mean, the Tartastic is a great drinkable beer. Mm. It's super refreshing. It's crisp. I liked it. It's a picnic beer, like you no. said. Um, but again, it was a little more lemon than the ginger. Yeah, it's a little more lemon than the ginger. It's still there. Yeah. Otherwise, meh. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's, that's the end of that. Yep. Yeah. 
So if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or Google Music Play, or whatever the new Google, Google. app is. I think they have another they have another one out there. Like that, Google Music or something? No, they have a Google, Google uh, whichever it is whatever it is i don't Google know Play music? Yeah. we're on booth eh. we're on both we're everywhere yeah we're on both we're on everything we're on a whole bunch of things i didn't list because i don't have time to list all that <laughs> i just found out we're on one called radio now really yeah sure oh, we're right. on that cool. <laughs> Neat. but if you're on itunes leave us a five-star review because we are a six-star show but they only let us use five and that's actually a really important way for us to grow the show because most people still listen on their iphones i haven't seen google's android thing pop up yet it it doesn't seem to bounce the numbers quite as much yet that's all right we'll get them there as soon as adoption gets to that we'll change our uh, outro (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's all i got for this week you can visit the website at hopnationusa.com, and you can email us at hopnationusa at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Another winner in the books. Yeah. Kelsey, thank you for coming on the show again. Hey, Always no a problem. pleasure. Week two? Yes. It's do a streak. We ma- do we make it three? That's totally up to you. That's on you. Find out next week, <laughs> Will I be back? Ooh, the cliffhanger. I like we'll it. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Can't you just be cool for once in your life? (laughs) 